hello, hello, everyone. Welcome back to Sippin'. And Tippin'. With Angelo. And Rhea. And this is where we sit back, relax, have a couple cocktails, kiki with y'all, and talk a whole a lot of shit. Hey, all you cool cats and kittens. I'm Carol Baskin. I killed my husband. I'm screaming. <laughs> <laughs> I came prepared this time. <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> Woo. All right, let's jump right into everything. What are you sipping on? Oh, what am I sipping on? I just ran to the store to get this bottle today. I got another bottle too, but we're going to save that one for later. This is Stella Rosa Red Sweet wine, sweet red. Just the oh, hello, house party. <laughs> you, we are recording, I man. No, I'm sorry. It sounds like phone, and I should have oh, at me. I mean, oh my gosh, sense. my siblings are trying to hang out on house party. Well, they can, they can deal. I would tell them to listen to this podcast just for that. <laughs> oh, that was me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I am drinking Stella Rosa. That's it. That's a wine. There's like a five percent alcohol. It's literally just juice, but it's tasty. It's a little. It's a little bubbly. It's a little, it's sparkling. It's a sparkly. <laughs> a little sting, a little for your palate. Yeah, just a little a little palate cleanser. It's nice. It's wonderful. So I'm excited to crack this open and enjoy it. How about you? What you drinking? I've dove into my second bottle of wine. Everyone's gonna be like, "Damn, bitch!" <laughs> but I've. I've <laughs> Number two of my wine from um, First Leaf. Y'all should sponsor us. Anyways, this is like all in French. Couldn't tell you, but it's a Sauvignon Blanc. Um, I think the, the name is Letteria. L-I-T-E-R-A-R-I-A. Letteria 42. Oh my goodness. Yeah. But it's white and um, it's pretty tasty. And yeah, so I'm excited to be drinking this. <laughs> You actually um, have news because you just subscribed to the um, drinking train as well, right? I did. I'm very excited. Oh, my goodness. I saw you heard Rhea subscribe to First Leaf before. She was talking about it. She finally got her wine. And I was just like, I don't want to leave this bed to go and get my wine. So I subscribed and I got three bottles of wine for $5 on First Leaf. Literally, it was like five sixty two. And I was shook. So shook. Did you use the friends discount that I gave you or the other one? Um, I tried to use it and then it was like error. And I was like, what? Did you, use, did you use the one from the podcast? The one from the, the one, the, no, the one that you sent me, the one that you sent a message to me. Yeah, I sent two. Yeah. By the way, $5. So that's pretty lit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to find out the secret. Like, okay, well, what if I want to sign up under another email? <laughs> Maybe right. I can <laughs> and then cancel it. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, girl. Give me the secret. <laughs> but, so do you have any news? Anything exciting? Um, Not really. It's kind of been a shit week, to be honest. But I'm not going to go into depth because I ain't bringing nothing down. But we're hanging in there. This quarantine has been something. And... Yeah, I'm just we're hoping that it's gonna come to an end very soon. Um, Jesus, but here, I, oh, I guess there is one thing now that I think about it. I was part of a for those of you that enjoy TikTok, there is the makeup brush challenge that happened or that's happening that people are doing, and so me and a lot of the Latina or Latinx drag performers put together a very long. 11 minute video there's like 35 of us in it it has all of our like instagrams on it it's all of our transformation videos and we like drop the brush and the next person like catches it and it's so good it's just so good so if you are interested in seeing that you can check out lola rome shadows facebook page 
because it's pretty lit. It's so good. And you can see my transformation, which is pretty remarkable when it goes from a full-ass beard to just full-blown woman. (laughs) And that's a, it's a don't rush challenge. So it's um, to a song, don't rush by like little something and another something. Great. I'm doing great. But they sing that song over they are. (laughs) (laughs) I think my dance team's trying to do one next week too. So I don't, we'll see how that goes. I'm excited to see yours too. Cool. Do you have any ancient moments of the week? Ancient moments of the week. Hmm, let me think. I probably do. I honestly completely forgot that we even do <laughs> It's fucking brand new. It's like the second time that we're doing this little segment. My ancient moment of the week. Oh, okay. I, I got one. I got one. So I just bought a Switch. Right, oh, Switch Lite. So for any of you Nintendo Switch players, you know what I'm talking about. But I got... Fortnite because it's free and you can play with other people even if they don't have a switch they can play on their phone laptop xbox playstation literally any console has Fortnite. and so i got it and i got second place like seven times and i literally wanted to cry <laughs> i was this is like not last night the night before that i want to say and I was just, I'm so bored. I don't have anything to do in this quarantine besides play with makeup, play Fortnite, watch Netflix, and make podcasts. And call me. And call me. <laughs> so I was playing Fortnite. I literally cried over Fortnite. I cried. And like, I <laughs> I yelled at my friend on Fortnite because he took my gun. And then he was like, Angela, you need to chill the fuck out. And I was like, you're right. I'm so sorry. <laughs> this quarantine isn't making me frustrated with Fortnite. I don't even play video games like that. Like, I've never played video games before besides, like, Sly Cooper on PlayStation 2, which is, like, a kid game. So I'm not good at video games. I'm just not. Yes. So that was my ancient moment. Fucking Fortnite. Ruined my life. And that's that. (laughs) (laughs) How about you? I fought tears yesterday. I really wanted to cry, and I didn't. So I'm kind of proud of myself, even though I probably should let it go. This quarantine's getting to us. It's been a month since last week's Sunday. No real ancient moment, but I will say the only reason why I'm not excited to get out of quarantine is because my car legit just did not start. And I do not have the money to get a new car right now. So if we could hold this out for a couple more weeks and let me call a bank for a loan, that'd be lit. That would be lit. But other than that, and if you guys know me, you know, I, my car, William, is super old, 19 years old, and I commute for my job. So I really, really hope this ends soon, but I have enough time to try and get my shit together for transportation. So that would be great. But who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. Doing great. <laughs> yeah, out. Any other exciting news before we dive into our lovely topic of the day? It's going to be lit. No, I have nothing else. <laughs> All right, well, let's get to it then. So, folks, Yay! we are in quarantine, and the probably the most popular thing that has happened since quarantine happened is Tiger King. Good old Tiger King. What is the actual like name of you know, the actual name of the documentary? Tiger King, may oh, murder, mayhem, and madness. Or I think it's yeah. all those three words. May, murder. Yeah, I said mayor. Yeah. I got it. Woo, ding, 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 ding. <laughs> yes, Murder, Mayhem, and Madness. This documentary, I did not want to watch this documentary. I was just not here for it. Looking at it just reminded me of my hometown here in good old Janesville, Wisconsin, home of the KKK and Paul Ryan. I was just like, I don't want to watch just a whole bunch of <laughs> trashy people in this documentary. And everyone else is watching it. Everyone's like, Carol Baskin killed her husband. And I'm like, I don't know what that means. But fuck her <laughs> and so Rita finally talked me into watching it so I did and I 
I kind of regret it <laughs> just because it's just trash, but at the same time it was entertaining. So I'm, I mean, like I'm, I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Those are my original thoughts on this. There's shit. a specific scene he'll talk about later that sold him. That's a one oh, scene that sold him. <laughs> he <laughs> called me and he was like, this is hilarious. I was like, yep. But no, I definitely was pulling his teeth to watch it. I mean, we can go over to overalls at some point in this, or we could just start now just to start it off. Um, so sorry to, so we're going to do our top. <laughs> so we're going to do our top five most outrageous moments that we think of the show. But before we get into that, I just want to get your, I guess, overall, overall, since you just now watched it and it's fresh. And for me, it's been a couple of weeks. I think like that shit is twisted. That shit's crazy. I think there's so many like things that are just unknown about the show things that no one has like either time to explain or figuring out if things happen or not. For example, if Carol Baskin killed her husband or not, like there's so many mysteries left unsaid in this show. It just makes you want more. It makes you want to hear other sides of the story too. Cause I feel like it's very much, it's a documentary. So it's very much overall general things that were happening, but I want to hear like perspectives from every person like specifically Joe Exotic, because I feel like he didn't really get the opportunity to have a moment to explain specific things besides tiny little details, but like the overall stuff, I feel like he didn't get, especially because he's in jail. So like now that this came out, I want to hear what his thoughts and like what he's thinking about this documentary right now. I was going to say he didn't get his perspective. The whole damn movie was about his own. <laughs> like, like now, like the acting. I'm sorry. He's got film for days on his perspective, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Tiger King should be called Tiger King. Joe Exotic's perspective. Joe Exotic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get that. I, I definitely get that. Because there's a, there's just like layers and layers. Like even just going back to kind of think of the things that I thought were outrageous. I was like, people were like dead ashes getting interviewed in their like, with no shirts on in a fucking bathtub yeah there's just i don't there's so much and we'll get into it too but i'm like there's just there's so much and you can't even unpack the outrageous and like the like just like what am i watching right now because you're trying to focus on the other what am i watching right now it's like way too much it's almost like an overkill but you're like like what like what is this yes it's very very that's so funny that you bring up where people are being interviewed because i honestly feel like a lot of it was like the director saying Let's, we'll film you where you feel comfortable. And then their thought process was, okay, well, I'm going to be on TV, so I need to look like a badass, which is going to lead into the first one. <laughs> so they, like, picked the weirdest things, like, what's his nuts? Didn't have his shirt on the whole time. And I'm just like, this makes me uncomfortable. And then all these random-ass shots. Fucking weird. I swear to God, they were just like, you pick what's comfortable for you and what makes you feel good. And they were like, and they're like all right, I'll do whatever I want to. Hun, take my shirt. <laughs> well, I'm going to get in this bathtub real quick. <laughs> They said, we're going to milk this moment, period. <laughs> it's too much. It's too much. Okay, let's have you... Well, should I start this time or should you start? I mean, I can start. Mine kind of rolls off what we were just talking about. Um, my number five most outrageous moment is in episode seven, which is called Dethroned. James Garrett. You episodes? I do. I have the episode name, girl. I went in on these notes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> episode seven, James Garrettson, who, uh, oh, also we should definitely have said there's going to be spoiler alerts. So oh, shit. Yeah, spoiler alert. If you don't want to know until you watch it, do not listen to this podcast. And that's that on that. <laughs> People or, already watched it, but we'll put it in the description too. 
Yes, we will. We will definitely put that in the description. But anyway, so um, James Garretson, who was one of the people who had probably the most, uh, not not help, who helped out the most in getting Joe arrested and mm. put in jail. He has this scene in episode seven where he is just sitting on a jet ski and they have Eye of the Tiger playing. Oh <laughs> he's just he's just cruising on the jet ski, just living his best life. He is feeling the oats and they have like dun 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 dun. This is like badass moment it is so funny i was like man he really just thinks he is the t he is the one and only james garrison (laughs) and that is it nobody can tell him anything (laughs) he takes his shades down or puts them up his eyes he's like i'm that he's like i'm a bad bitch (laughs) (laughs) and it's a there's like a part where he like stands up and he slowly like turns the jet ski and looks at the camera and I'm just like oh, you like just cringe you're like girl no honey no that, that's not it uh uh-uh. oh my god oh Jesus that I know it's a very small moment but that is my number five because I literally watched that scene over and over and over again dying laughing it was just so, so funny <laughs> That one was a funny one. I think I had like tapped out a little bit towards that part, but he did say something like super outlandish before they did that entire scene. I was like, oh my God. I should have pulled that up. Oh my gosh. It was so funny. In all his glory. Uh, okay. So my number five is at the beginning of the first episode and it's a fucking snow leopard in the back of that trashy ass van in Florida, AKA America's sweaty armpit on the hottest day of the fucking year. Florida trash. I'm sorry if anyone from Florida listens. I'm sorry. Your state's garbage. <laughs> it's, gar- it's just mm, Florida. Woo. Anyway, and then on top of it, they're like, okay, here's a snow leopard in this van. Because that's when the the, um, the director, um, what is the word for a person that does what they're doing? A documentarian. There it is. A documentarian. Oh, God. This is not another amateurs moment, is it? I know. It? <laughs> <laughs> I had to hard about that one. I was like, shit, Rhea, shit, shit, shit. <laughs> Say anyway, it right. <laughs> Documentarian, he's like covering something else. I forgot, it's like snakes or something. I don't know. And then he's like, is that a snow leopard in your van? He's like, oh, yeah. Like, here's a snow leopard. He's like, well, should it be in there? And he's like, I mean, yes and no. He's fine. He's climbed. He's, he's uh, accumulated or whatever. I'm like, motherfucker, no. And the doc, like the um, director, I'm just calling him director. He was like, I'm. this is not right. This is fucking absurd and insane. And I'm like, why... Like he's like, yeah, they're exo- like exotic. Oh my god, my words. <laughs> they're going extinct. They're going extinct. I was like, this is this is tragic. I'm done. I'm stopped. That's five. That's five. <laughs> she's like, she's like, all right, just cut me off. Just move on. <laughs> make it stop. Make it stop. <laughs> oh, alrighty. Well, my number four is in episode two. That episode's called Cult of Personality. And it's basically the entire episode, too, to be honest. Like, But specifically in that episode, Barbara Fisher, who is Doc's apprentice who came forward to like talk in the documentary. Oh, yeah. When she was telling her story. I was literally so shook. I was like, when they put cult in the title, that was that's literally the word for all of this. It was a cult. Like, she worked for Doc between 1999 and 2007. And so that's, if you think about it, that's eight fucking years. That's eight years of being stuck with this evil ass manipulative man who they called, they called him, um, Bavarian. 
No, Bavarian. <laughs> Bhagavan. <laughs> Just let me... Let me do <laughs> oh, shut up. Oh, shut up. <laughs> they call him... Oh, Jesus. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Okay. Anyway, Bhagavan, which, according to Barbara, meant Lord. And according to Doc meant you are a friend of God. And like, I was like, does this actually mean any of this? And so I went and I looked it up and it was the wiki definition is a blessed or fortunate one in Hinduism. So it's like, mm-hmm. oh, so you're not, you're not even Hindu. <laughs> There's that. <laughs> so I don't know why you're calling this man this word and whatnot. Like I know that they were really into yoga and like that was basically her job was to like do yoga with the animals, which is crazy. And I, I don't know how you're going to teach a big ass cat how to do yoga, but they ain't do that shit. Yeah, I'm gonna <laughs> let them do that. <laughs> and you're only here and alive because you feed me, so I'll do a little bend if you need. <laughs> I was like, damn, fuck, okay. So they're calling him Bhagavan, which is crazy. And then she goes into really like talking about like grooming, basically, like how he groomed all of these girls to just believe that he was this amazing person, this amazing, like, what is the higher powered person? Mm-hmm. And like, all-knowing human being and he basically in like there's a quote that i pulled he told them he's like you are a garbage person but if you listen to me i'll make you great like that is literally grooming yes to a team grooming a person to fall into your manipulation is fucked up like i was shook i was like damn this is the second episode so i'm sitting here watching like what the fuck did i get myself into There's a cult, and we're still going back to the guy with the shitty fucking eyebrow piercing? Right, period. And, and apparently Carol Baskin killed her husband, and that, I haven't even hit that part yet. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry. What? <laughs> I will say, before we go any further, um, Joe Exotic has tattooed fucking eyeliner, and oh, his- period. period. Uh, we saw that. That was clocked the first episode. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, I wonder like how that- Anywho. And then I was like, you know what? That fucking flap of skin that's like holding his fucking eyebrow, that loose ass- eyebrow piercing together is much stronger than my will to su- will to survive this fucking quarantine like it's, <laughs> it's, like, it's holding on for dear life i'll tell you that <laughs> it's in there it, it, it ain't go he's just jangling <laughs> just like <laughs> flapping away still oh, there oh my god i'm fucking but yes so anyway that was like that was grooming and then continued on with his grooming and was like sleeping with him made you rise to the top quicker mm. what like he and she was talking about how he wanted virgins or close to virgins. Yeah. This is like, this is a cult. Like this man is running a cult with Which just figured. him as the ringleader and all of these women kissing his damn feet. This shit's fucking crazy. The clothes that they're in, she was like, damn, they, he really has them pimped the fuck out. And people are like, just like, oh, I'm going to go to the zoo and have a good time. It's like, do you see these women? Right. Do you see what they're wearing? Fuck. <laughs> like I'm all here for y'all showing everything that you want to the world. Like you feel whatever you're wearing, go for it, girl. But you know damn well you would not have picked that up and bought it off the rack and put it on your body if he did not make you do it. <laughs> and then she's like, the, the only days of rest I got was when I got my fucking like, breast redone. I was like, honey, no. Yeah. She got out, though, but there's never, never. People who are listening, if you ever find yourself somewhere at a zoo and there's this weird long-haired fat guy who's like, be my slave practically, Same. do yoga with some cats, just out. Don't go back. <laughs> Just go anywhere else. Period. That's fucked up. And then um, the last note that I have here too was when they were talking about, when she was talking about sleeping with them or whatever, Mm -hmm. he referred to it as their shaktipa, which is when a guru touches you and you are enlightened. And she literally used the phrase, it was shaktipa, 
but with a penis. And I was like, I'm screaming. Like, <laughs> no, girl. How did you last eight years in this, girl? Damn, they really groomed you hard. Like, we need to... <laughs> and my favorite thing about it is she was just nonchalant talking about it. Yeah, she's like, I got the fuck out. She's, you see me chop my own damn wood. I was, she's like, I'm, I'm my own bitch now. Hell no. Period. And she's just like, yep, this happened. <laughs> like, <laughs> I like I was part of this cult with a bunch of tigers, but um, I got out though. And I got a free boob job. So fuck with me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm somewhere in fucking Alaska or Ohio because it's snowing. It was definitely like Iowa, but oh, <laughs> it's definitely <laughs> Iowa. <laughs> oh, words! <laughs> wow, this is this is gonna be great. <laughs> okay, so, um, yes, that was my number four. Just Barbara Fisher's entire scene was just outrageous to me. I love all these details you have down. Damn, I should have watched this shit last night. Sure didn't. <laughs> I mean, I went back and like found it, but <laughs> oh, you're like, I'm gonna just <laughs> never <No>. mind. Anyway, <laughs> that was like your four. I'm on my four now. <laughs> yes, you're your four now, girl. Um, not necessarily outrageous in the movie, but my number four is that I think towards the end of the entire documentary, they're like there are like five thousand to ten thousand captive tigers in the U.S. alone. Versus like the 4,000 that are actually like in the wild. Yeah. And that fact blew my mind. Cause like, yeah, these hillbillies people are doing a bunch of like fucked up shit, but like there's also just random, like, like the guy with the, the um, snow leopard in his van. It's like there's just so many people in this country that just have exotic animals. Or like in the beginning where they're like, the guy let a bunch of animals loose after he died or something or just set him loose. Mm-hmm. It's just insane to me. So I was like, that number. Yeah, that's it, it, it's, it's crazy to me because also in the documentary, they were talking about how they have to take the cub away from the mom right away. Otherwise, they will like gain a lot of their regular instincts. Or It was something along those lines. I don't remember word for word. But if mm-hmm. you think about it, they can't release a lot of these tigers into the wild because they're not going to know what to do. Yeah, yeah. I be, thought the same thing. They, even though we do have this many, like more tigers here in america than we do in the wild they literally won't know what to do when they go out into the wild. like yeah they have their regular animal instincts but at the same time that's like putting a baby who's been kept in captivity like it, in a room their entire life and releasing them out into the world and seeing the world for the first time what the fuck would you do like right what? exactly it's like they're like half domesticated because they still have that like wild part of them and a huge like huge ass animals too so it's like they can still do things but you can't even take them out of that element and have them survive like so it's almost just like a loss which is just so tragic and sad like at the end of the day like this documentary like after you're like oh my god this is so insane like the last episode i was just like these poor fucking at the last every episode but for sure at the end and that um, they're like Bria really bitch like not not in the first five minutes you're like damn these tigers no every episode I was just like I feel so like so sad my heart was just like breaking for all of these animals like all the monkeys all the cats first of all actually screw time out put my bottle down I thought a liger was a fake animal from Napoleon Dynamite (laughs) is that a real fucking animal I guess I, they did mention it a couple times. They mentioned it several times. I was like, I could almost Google this, but I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to know if they crossbred these two animals to make a real animal, because I didn't see not none of a lion in this bitch. And two, if they didn't, and this is a real animal, then I just I feel like quite a 
been a time in my life was just duped. So I decided not to Google, but I just, I wanted to know if you knew the answer because ligers are a fictional animal in my mind. Yeah. I mean, I always thought they were too, because you're right. Definitely Napoleon Dynamite had that moment. And they were like, we got ligers. And I was like, do, do you? How? Make it make sense. <laughs> well, I'm going to look that way. Um, Googling it? Like, yeah, I'm Googling it right now. I'm curious. I They did mention it a couple times, and I was like, what? <laughs> Seriously? I mean, like, I don't want to go to their zoo, but I'd like to see a, a liger up close. Like, is it okay? It is a real thing. I'm sure. It's a hybrid offspring of a male lion and a female tiger. Shut up. Yep. It's got to be new. It's got to be. Someone's like, you idiot, Rhea. No. <laughs> There's a similar hybrid called a Tigan. Cute. I love how crappy they got with the names. Right, period. <laughs> Cut and paste. Cut and paste. <laughs> okay, what was your three? Number three. This one reoccurred throughout the entire series, but they first introduced them in the second episode. Um, so that's the same one as Barbara Fisher's The Cult of Personality episode, but Joe's husbands are number three for me. Like, the fact that, because this is kind of bouncing back from the number four that I had of Doc and his wives, because he had more than one, mm-hmm. they brought up Joe's husbands because he had two at mm-hmm. the time. And Joe's first husband, his name was Josh, and when they first introduced him, his shirt was off, he was showing off the three tattoos that he had that were dedicated to Joe. And he just, he looks like someone I would have run into at Home Depot here in Janesville. Like, it's just, <laughs> it's not, not the tea. Like, oof. Like, You're like, I know this person. I swear to God, I've I seen this person before. He probably lives around the corner from my parents' house. I, I swear to God, I know his name. It wasn't John. <laughs> Here. <laughs> I'm sorry, sir. How'd you end up in this documentary? Because I swear to God, you work around the corner. I swear, you definitely graduated like four years after I did. Like, <laughs> before, I did before I did. Before I did. <laughs> Not after. Before. I felt real old just then. <laughs> oh God. Oh Lord. You know what? I will say this. You can put me on blast. He did get new teeth. He did? Oh, my God. He I'm did. Crazy. Look it up. No, look it up right now, because um, he's kind of cute. I mean, okay, I say that with the teeth is light, what for me. like, huh? The teeth is what ruined it for me. Yeah, girl. He, see what he looks like with his, his new teeth. Jo- is it John Finley? Josh Finley? Josh. Oh, it's, it's the second. that When you type in Josh in Google, it says, girl, like, oh, shit. It says Josh Tiger King teeth. <laughs> it's the second thing. Yep. When I We're all like, we got to know. We got to know if this got better or worse. We have to know because that nigga was missing like 15 feet teeth. <laughs> yeah, oof. Not good. Oh my God, he does have like a normal smile yeah. now. Yeah. I was like, you know what? If he probably had a, a better life with like less, 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 less cocaine or meth, not even cocaine, just all the meth. If he was less of a meth head and maybe like was an accountant or something, you know what, Josh? Mm-hmm. I think you'd be all here for it. But uh, oof, yeah, that a lot was, of meth. That was rough. That was a rough at the very beginning. Oof, especially in this documentary. I'm glad like he came out and announced like, "Hey, I got a new set of teeth." Because he does, he does look really good. Like, I mean, <laughs> he still doesn't look like my type, but <laughs> he looks a lot better. I'm glad he got a shit. Someone said they could spend all this money on tigers, but they couldn't afford dental insurance. I was like. Damn. My damn mouth. They just, <laughs> they just read the fuck out of them. <laughs> Legit, though. 
but yeah, so, but um, the thing about Josh, though, is he actually worked on the farm, like, or the, the zoo. Like, he owned a farm. I mean, basically, it was a farm for Titan. It was a zoo. So he, like, actually worked there, and he actually did things. And mm-hmm. the other husband who came in a little bit after him was Travis. Yes. Travis, Travis, he was a fairly good-looking man. He was kind of hot, too. Okay, guys. I have, I have good taste. I have good taste, but I'm just saying, Travis and Josh a well-kept versions of those two people would, you know, be, I'd swipe right. I'd swipe right. <laughs> I would not swipe right on Josh. I would on Travis if he was cleaned up and looking good because he was not looking the greatest towards the end of the documentary, which oh, honey. really we know why, but I'm not going to spoil that one. <laughs> um, but looks wise, yes, he was very, he was fairly attractive. He, however, didn't work on the farm. He was literally just in it for the money. Like he was basically like, Joe, no, I'll, play, I'll fool around with you. You're just going to buy me all these things, but I ain't, I ain't working on this damn zoo. Nope. He was like, I'll suck a little dick for some fucking prizes. Period. <laughs> You're going to give me some guns? you can give me a four-wheeler? You Hell know you? what? If I get an explosion out of this, of course I'll throw this ass back. I got shit to do. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of meth, a little bit of ass. Okay. I get an explosion and a tiger out of this? It's a done deal, bitch. Here's my whole ass last name. <laughs> <laughs> Period. Like, he was so just in it for the money, which blew my mind. And in that episode, too, they also had the wedding between all three of them. The throuple wedding, the yes. The throuple wedding. I was like, what the fuck is going on? What in the Alabama bullshit is happening right now? <laughs> No, but then when you live in Alabama, but got some friends from there and they told me some horror stories. <laughs> so, oh. but I was like, this is not, this is not okay. This three-way wedding is just not, not the tea for me. I was uncomfortable because first of all, Travis looked miserable the entire time. At least Josh was like, all right, I'm here because they're here. But jo- or Travis was like, I, I don't, I never wanted any of this, but I said yes, because I do, I really want my drugs and explosives so i'll do this then there were like pink shirts on i i just i don't know i felt uncomfortable though period the reason why i was uncomfortable isn't because it was like necessarily a three-way wedding because if you're into polygamy like that's that's you that's who you are the thing was is they were both straight they were both (laughs) straight men in this fake thruple relationship getting married like, and even though it wasn't necessarily illegal, at least I don't think it was a legal marriage, um, but, like, <laughs> clearly very, very straight. <laughs> and so them being with this man just because of the money, it just blew my mind. Like, I would never be able to take it that far. I would never be able to, like, start a period. I mean, maybe if someone waved a million dollars in my face, I'd be like, all right, you know what? <laughs> I'll take it. I'll think about it. I could lose a tooth. Not all of them, but a tooth. Maybe. Yeah. No, I like my teeth. I couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. Yeah. They did it. They are committed and determined. That is some type of shit that I need. That's a willpower that I will never understand because they're like, fuck it, I'm not gay, but I'm in for it. I'm doing it. I just, that's what really made me uncomfortable about this damn freeway marriage was that because I'm so, you're, y'all are into polygamy. You know what? Y'all do you completely support you 100%. It ain't for me, but you know what? I go to your wedding <laughs> as long as you were actually in love in that specific sexual orientation in the relationship. But yeah, that's that. I would go to see what happens. I would go to be like, oh, this is something I've never seen. Let's just let's give it a go. <laughs> <laughs> Free food, a buffet, some good music. Oh my God, music. Okay, sorry, before we continue on. 
I fucks with Joe Exotic's music. <laughs> I am singing it. That was it's funny. That was, that was an honorable mention of mine. This <laughs> was it really? Oh, shit. Okay, we'll save it for the end. But, I mean, he got some bops. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Um, his, um, a favorite of mine and a few of my friends, I saw a tiger and a tiger saw me. And he was what it's called. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here for it. I'm here for it. He said I got 14 mixtapes, 22 albums, a fucking EP, and 33 music videos. I was like, you go get it. You go get it, Joe Exotic. Go get your money. Go get your dream. Go get your money. <laughs> get your dream. <laughs> oh, my God. The clips they played in the show were literally obnoxious. But we'll, say, we'll, we'll, say, back. we'll come back to that. Oh, and then the last, the last husband. So after, oh, after Josh dipped and ran away with a coworker that he fell in love with and got her pregnant. Mm-hmm. So that. And then Travis did something. something I'm not going to say the specific word because it could be very triggering for people, but he did something. If you want to know, watch the documentary. And oh, it's my number two. I have to bring it up. I'll bring it up then, though. I'll use my word carefully. Okay. Yes. So fair warning. <laughs> um, and then... This last one, Dylan, who comes in way, way late in the documentary and is still with him to this day. Like, they're still married. Yeah, what? Yeah, Dylan, like, the last, who was very attractive as well. Like, the uh-huh. last husband, he was cute as shit. Like, that, that was a cute man. That was Ringer. That was it for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, found one of them. <laughs> the true gay was the one for Angelo. And it's like, he's a, he's, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. I, I, yes, he's very clearly gay, too. Very <laughs> much so. In the, like, the second they, like, introduced themselves and I heard him speak, I was like, he, like this is it. This is the one. <laughs> this is the, I he's like, now. He might still be in it for the money a little bit, but... <laughs> At least he's actually gay. Again, committed and gay. Step up for Joe Exotic. Yes, and I know like a Joe Exotic is very much in jail right now. So Dylan, if you ever want to hop in my DMs, go for. It. You know what? No, no, no. I'm gonna take that back t- because exactly. I don't need anyone plotting to murder me. <laughs> we're gonna yeah, exactly. retract the message. We ain't gonna talk. Sorry, Dylan. You didn't hear any of that. <laughs> he, you know, he's had sex with Joe Exotic too. I, mean, I don't know. Yeah. Never mind. I'm sorry, Dylan. Just stay with me. <laughs> Yeah, so he was the last one, and they're still together, which kind of blows my mind. Like, good for him for having that supporter, but... Joe Exotic's got to have some good dick to be turning these motherfuckers out like this. (laughs) Good dick and a sturdy eyebrow. (laughs) Shut up, Rhea. (laughs) Fucking eyebrow. Oh, Jesus. Okay, what number are we on? We're on... I just did three, so do your three. Okay. <clears throat> all right. So after all these things fucking failed, Joe Exotic met up with Joe L- Lowe, Jeff Lowe, Jeff Lowe. And Jeff Lowe and Alan and some dude who had another tiger in another state. What was the state? His name was like. And I don't remember. I, I don't know. But you remember the other guy who was like, I'm also a person who takes care of exotic animals. Which one? That? I mean, there's so many. I'm sorry. That was not specific at all. <laughs> it wasn't. It was not at all. <laughs> it's a movie about people who fucking... Never mind. <laughs> anyway, Jeff Lowe and another person decided, they're like, you know what? We're going to make another zoo. After all this shit has happened, they're like... Oh, we're going Alan. To make- You're talking about Alan. 
No, it was another person. It was Alan and another person. Alan was working with him on the thing. Oh, I don't remember Alan. I didn't Google that hard. I'm so sorry. But this <laughs> third person was like, yeah, I'm down. I'm going to fly all the way down to Texas and do this on the border of Texas and Oklahoma and um, make the second zoo. And I'm like, you guys have to be fucking shitting me right now that you're like, you know what? Now that Joe's out of the way, we, two people who know nothing about taking care of animals and just saw this travesty are going to make another zoo, a bigger zoo on a budget of like $5. Just makes no sense. I was like this. And then it failed. So I was like, thank God. Bold. No, I haven't actually, I was going to look into that, that the same night that I watched that episode and I never did. Oh, that last episode? Never watched it either. I mean, the, never mind. Yes, they, they did that. I don't know how it's going. <laughs> well, they stopped it apparently in the documentary. I don't know if Jeff Lowe's still continuing with it, but just yikes. Okay, what's your number two? Number two, um, speaking of, it's Jeff Lowe. Just him as a person. Uh-huh. Like, <laughs> Jeff Lowe. <laughs> All two. Yes, Jeff Lowe as a person. Like, I'm going to be honest. After I finished watching this, I was straight up like, Jeff Lowe is probably the smartest person in this entire documentary. Oh, okay. I was going to say in the world or something? Like, where are you going? Oh, oh, hell no. (laughs) It's like, is he? (laughs) No. Like, he may have been evil as fuck, and he still may be very evil to this day, but he was very smart. Like, he was a very smart man and was able to get away with a lot of shit. Like, just watching the documentary, like, the fact that, he was able to manipulate Joe and like show him all of these riches that he had, quote unquote, because he didn't fucking have them. <laughs> all these amazing riches that he had, and then get Joe to sign over the zoo into his name. Like that had to take some hell of manipulation, and like you had to be hella smart in order to really pull some shit like that off. Or you're just dealing with a stupid ass client, which. <laughs> Joe, yeah. Desperate. He was very desperate. Yeah, Joe was just... But he was hell manipulative and, like, getting away... If he did get away with framing, whether Joe did or did not do this, if he didn't do it, and Jeff and his nuts, I don't remember, Alan framed him. Like, that is one... You you have to... You literally beat the system. Yeah. Hella smart in order to do that. And... Also, with the sneaking the tiger cubs into hotels, like I have snuck, I snuck my dog into my residence hall (laughs) when I was, (laughs) and I had her there for three weeks when I was living in student housing at UWM. Let's hope that this never gets anyone important, but yeah, so definitely had a dog in there. So, like, I know what it's like sneaking an animal into a place, but being able to do it constantly all the time mm-hmm. like, and he used it to get women despicable wow. yeah despicable and i don't know how 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 do you come up with that plan like i, I <laughs> this is like what you would see on a fictional movie like the hangover yes exactly yeah but i'm also like how did they get to like joe's ranch and then to joe's ranch his zoo his farm <laughs> field <laughs> how they get but how they get from there to vegas like do they have to fly in that like it's just like that's so just the cruelty to these animals is insane mm-hmm. mm. very, i can very. never imagine putting anything into a suitcase like let alone a person like i just like no like can you breathe are you okay yeah that's that no. should blew my mind and like his wife was just so there for it she was there she was she had shit to lose 
she got no job. At the end, when he was like, we're going to get a hot nanny, she was like, uh, excuse me. And he's like, we're going to get a hot nanny. I was like, damn, girl, you got your shit. You got mm. But she was there for it. She was fine. Like when she, when they were both sitting in the room talking about how he would get all of these women at the Vegas hotel, she was like, yeah, he would. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. She like, that. So she's like, I'm pregnant. We're going to hot nanny. She's like, fuck. Right. One girl, all right. But, and speaking of the nanny, fun fact, this like was a scandalous thing or something that happened. Like that specific photo that he held up of this like hot girl is actually like a model. And there's people saying that she was paid to, to like actually nanny, like he is paying her to do it. And he came forward and is like, no, we just, we did it just to like show it off. Like it was just a picture. It's not real. And she's claiming that she is doing it. And like, it's like a big scandal now. And like, they were on like a late show. Like, I don't know which specific show it was. Sure. You see, I have it, I had it pulled up. King. Uh, fake nanny publicity stunt. That's the fucking word I was looking for. This damn publicity stunt. Like she went on and mm-hmm. said, her name is um, Masha, Masha, the Duke. Is she Russian? I have, oh, fuck it all. I have no idea. But she was on, um, Jeff and Lauren were on Lights Out with David Spade and they were passing the baby to Lauren before sitting under his lap. Okay, so like, yeah, she was there like holding the baby and whatnot and gave it to the wife and then sat on Jeff's lap on this national television. So, like, I, I don't know what the fuck's going on, but they got some hella nanny issues. <laughs> real in, they're getting a new one, I guess. Yeah, they are. Uh, something else, which is crazy to me. That's why it's my number two. Just <laughs> the flow as a whole is just something else, period. Yikes. <clears throat> okay, my number two. So, my number two, can I just do, like, a trigger warning? You're, like, sensitive to... Like, if you're sensitive to death and suicide, dude, you can skip over this. We'll put a timestamp in the description. Boom. Thank you. So Travis Maldonado, who was one of Joe's um, lovers, he had this like terrible end and he just was very um, addicted to drugs. He just wanted a lot of drugs. And what my number two is, is that they actually caught on video someone killing themselves on accident and someone's reaction to it which is like so rare to me. And I was just like floored because it, it was like, you, you never see that, let alone have it be on videotape, let alone have it be on videotape for that long. And you have all this footage of this person leading up to it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like, oh my God, I've never, I don't, how would I react? What would someone else react like? This is someone's actual reaction. Like, and then you just know like in the spot that you can't see is someone who like died. It just was so wild to me. And I'm like, this motherfucker is like, this is on a documentary like this is this is one this is like this isn't the whole documentary this is not just all about travis's life this is just one smaller person of this giant puzzle fuck of a documentary and i was like that is insane to me yeah no period like when i was honestly really uncomfortable too because like i'm i'm not super sensitive to the topic but that's just the fact that you could see it happening yeah. What made me super uncomfortable. Like, you don't, because that's not something you see every day. And, like, even in movies, I feel like some movies, they'll, like, they'll show that, like, and quickly it's fake because it's just a movie. But just because you know that that's actually what was happening in the room. Like, that's an actual person reacting reacting to the actual situation happening at the time. That is what really made me uncomfortable. Because movies, they'll, like, over-exaggerate and, like, start screaming. He literally just stood there. 
and was just in shock that this man killed himself. Like, I, I don't even know how I would, I would react to that specific situation. And then on top of it, it was like, it's not like Travis like, yeah, I'm going to kill myself. It's like, it was an accident. So on top of just like, you know, when you see something, you're like, I'm surprised by this, but being surprised about on top of seeing someone die, which are two like specific feelings, especially seeing when someone take their life, like just death alone. It's like, you don't see that very often in my mind or my um, perspective, I guess. So it just was so wild to me. Like all of the, tell me out here, what is this? Like a... I want to say the word inception, but that's not it. Like the the bill, the the breakdown, the layers, layers. Yes, like the. Ow, my elbow! (laughs) (laughs) I fucked up the other day. I would okay, but all the like all of the layers as to what that scene was was just like insane to me. And like this is another reason why this like show is just utterly insane. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that that definitely got to me. And the fact that he was able to come back to this documentary and talk about it later on. Yeah. I wouldn't I would be able to have a conversation about it like that, the way he was able to just converse. And like, you could tell that he was a little bit uncomfortable. But for me, I don't yeah. even know if I would ever be able to speak about it unless I was in a room with a therapist. And even then, I don't even know if I'd be able to do it then. Just because it's such, that would be a terrifying, traumatic like moment in my life to witness. And another thought that I had before was the person that witnessed it, he was sitting there saying how he had woken up in his chair and he was pointing the gun at him. Mm -hmm. And he was like, bro, don't point guns at me like that. And like, what if he had pulled the trigger on him? Like this would be an entirely different scenario. And like he would have gone to prison and especially if he would have died, it would have been considered murder and he would have been like, it's an accident. And it's just a whole different turn, twisted turn that it could have happened. So insane. It's, it's crazy. It's but I mean, honestly, though, he's seen a lot of shit. I mean, just thinking about how traumatic the situation is, like 100%, that's number one out of the book of being in Joe Exotic's life. But like for him to go on the documentary and talk about it, he's probably like, I also witnessed a fuck ton of other things too. So like, yes, I had to go to therapy for umpteen years for this one thing, but like... So, Mr. Man, I think his last name's Dial. I can't remember what his first name is. I think John Dial. Is it John Dial? On the J name. Don't remember. He actually was my favorite person of the whole documentary because he was like he was the only one that looked normal. (laughs) I actually, he's like, (laughs) he's like, this is my dream job. I always wanted to be a campaign manager. My last job was working at Walmart. I was like, you know what, girl? Way to come up. Way to come up. (laughs) Way to come up. As a jump. If I've ever seen one. <laughs> so good for you, girl. <laughs> oh, yikes. Okay, what's your number? Should we do honorable mentions before you say your number one? Sure, we could do we could do honorable mentions. Sure. Okay. Sorry, but... <laughs> yeah, so my honorable mention, um, I have two. One of them was Joe's music. Just <laughs> the fact that his music was just thrown in there. I was, the first time that it popped up, I think it was in the very first episode. No, no, I think it was in the second one. He was singing about his husband, like to his husband. I thought it was just like a cute, like anniversary, like type thing. No, boo boo. <laughs> this is like he wanted to make music as a side career. Like this was his side gig. Yeah. He enjoyed, and I was like, wait, really? It's <laughs> like, like, damn, he really is gay. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I was like, and I was so, I was cracking up the entire 
time that those were playing. I was cracking up the entire time. That shit was just so funny to me. Every time his music would come up. And then the very last one where he was like singing, oh, this is my goodbye or whatever. I was like, did you make this? How, when did you have time to make all of these music videos? Like, did you make this just for the documentary? Just say goodbye. No. Or was this one actually done and made? Because these these songs are way too on fucking point for this damn documentary. <laughs> I, was like, I wonder who they hired to sing his voice. For a split second, I was like, oh, this might be him singing. I was like, bitch, stop being stupid. This is not his ass singing. He definitely paid someone to sing for him. But whoever is singing for him, who are you? How, who like who contacted you to be like, all right, sing this for this one person? Or like, did they get a service? Like, who is this person now? Does he sing? Is he a real artist? Like, I want to know because he's got a great voice, but like, this is always going to be a part of him. <laughs> he's made like fifteen CDs and albums and music videos for this person. <laughs> music videos, but you know, like Jesus, the million vanilla type moment there. <laughs> the what? Million vanilla. Isn't those people with the dreads that like wore the, wait, 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 before you roast me, before you roast me. (laughs) 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 There's the two people, there's Criss Cross who had the the pants on backwards, right? Yes. And then they had dreads, right? I don't remember if they had dreads. And then there's the older two gentlemen who had dreads. That's Millie and Vanilli, right? And they lip synced. Yes. Yes. Okay. They, and then people found out that they were actually lip syncing and it was other people. Yes. Got it. They had an Ashley Simpson moment. Yeah. Okay. No roasting for me. No roasting. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, Joe's music was a hell of fucking outrageous. Like, what? Like, <laughs> and the music videos were just so uncomfortable. And then the one that he made about Carol Baskin. I know. Like, I was Baskin, like, this bitch showed up for the video? She showed up for the video. No, that wasn't her. That wasn't her. I know. But I was like, damn, bitch. And I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I think that found a damn Carol Baskin look like feeding a tiger what's supposed to be human remains. <laughs> wild. Just wild. Crazy. What? This is some fucking, this is fucked up shit. <laughs> like it's and it's the little aspects of this documentary, like his music, that truly make this documentary out fucking rageous. Right, wow. just sprinkled throughout. Like we just talked about a very heavy topic and about like tra- traumatic topic to like, you know what? His music was not bad. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't that bad? Oh dear Lord have mercy! Like what is this? And then um, what was the last one? I had one more. Oh, just overall the filth and dirty, disgusting, like, areas that they had to sleep in, that they worked in, just that nasty, disgusting environment. And even Joe's, like, own trailer, like, they showed him getting ready for his damn date, and it was filthy. Filthy. The meat truck? Like, oh, what? The meat truck, disgusting. (laughs) Hey, you gotta do what you gotta do. I have a question, though. So we talked about something. It was, like, Prince Harry or Prince something, and it was, like, a sexual term. And it was like in his bedroom and they like hung some, it was like on the wall and there, I think it had to do with like a nutsack or like a dick piercing. I think this is, I watched this a couple weeks ago and I actually had a, I was like, I, I need to ask someone about this. I'm confused, but I also didn't take too much time. I was like, it's fine. I'll just, we'll circle back maybe. And I never circled back, but I figured since you just watched it, I asked, but. I don't remember that. Oh no, really? It wasn't, it was, you're like, I don't know, bitch. Yeah, girl, I don't, I don't remember that. I remember all of um, all of the small little trinkets that he had for Travis, but that's about it. Maybe it was a trinket. 
they fucked. That's all I'm saying. Is they got it. They lived their best lives. Yikes. I tried it. Sorry, Pete. Damn. <laughs> but yes. Yes, the dirty. <laughs> It's not funny, but it's kind of funny. Yeah. It's not funny. Oh, Jesus. Okay, but yes, all the dirty, disgusting filth that was happening in the place that they lived. Like, Barbara, when she was telling her story, she was talking about how there was cockroaches everywhere. And, like, yeah. she'd be making a sandwich, and there'd be just cockroaches chilling on her bread, and she just brushed them off because it was normal. And I'm like, Ooh. Ooh. like, Ooh. oh, uh. Mm-mm. Nope. It's like live in Florida, bro. They got cockroaches running up and down the streets. Hell right. no. Mm-mm. No, ma'am. All the way out. That. I will live where the wind hurts my face before I eat a cockroach sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> Better believe. Period. Disgusting. Yeah. So those those are my two honorable mentions that I had. Just the the music and the the filth. <laughs> Great <A> combination. <laughs> <laughs> Um, my honorable mentions, I just was like thinking about a bunch of shit. And I was like, this fucking show is wild. Um, hands down, my favorite line of this whole thing, which everyone knows is like, he was like, we will never financially recover from this. And I was like, bitch. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> That's me. Every time I go shopping, every time I am me like Chipotle, me and this motherfucking car that won't start outside. <laughs> Never just trying to fucking shop on Amazon. Just all the things. I was like, that is I it is heard. I feel you. That's literally me getting ready for nationals. <laughs> <laughs> and then me trying to drive up to meet your ass. About <laughs> <laughs> to be broke. Okay. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, um, honorable mentions. When they went through the whole volunteering tiers for Carol Baskin's fucking zoo, and they're like, oh. yeah, if you do like... <laughs> it's like, this is some, this is some shit. <laughs> Never in my life will I volunteer for anybody doing half as much work as this is. Mm-hmm. Ever. They're like, yeah, if you do two hours, you get like a half a shirt. And then if you do like 14 yeah. hours in like 53 days, you get like a blue shirt, but you're still like tier two. Then if you do like another year and a half and you stay here overnight with no food and no pay, then you get like a red shirt. And then like after you sit here and work for like a decade, you might get promoted, but you're still not qualified to staff and right. she'll and never I, know your name. Right, exactly. You're all going to basically have numbers because I, I have no idea who the fuck you are. It's <laughs> so like what carol's like i don't give a fuck about none of y'all feed these tigers <laughs> <laughs> just don't dig over there by square z that's where i killed my husband <laughs> okay two more joe exotic's emt jacket when Saf um got her arm ripped off yes! <laughs> so this motherfucker came prepared he was like there's an emergency let me go get my emergency emt jacket yes. got a style uh-huh. No, he went and he got that. Just hold her damn arm. Make sure she ain't ble- I'll be right back. Give me two minutes. <laughs> They're like, hey, Joey, meet me. Please make sure the guests know what's going on. Get alert them. He's like, give me five minutes. And he was like, pop the collar. If I'm going to save a life, I got to look good doing it. A little rouge on. And then he had with the boldness, he went to that room and he was like, guys, uh, employee just took her arm in the cage and got her arm ripped off. And I shit you not, not one person that shot batted an eye, flinched. They're all like, oh. 
Sure. Great. <laughs> and I was like, this is exactly the clientele I expected to go to this fucking establishment. The exact clientele. Because if I was at this bitch, I'd be like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> oh, that's a lawsuit. I'm suing you. I'm suing whoever else is in this bitch. I'm on this for free, that for free, this for free, and that for free. This motherfucker got her arm ripped off? And I just pet these motherfuckers an hour ago? Nope. 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 No, sir. And you over here in this bedazzled AEMT? <laughs> bomber jacket <laughs> y'all got me fucked up <laughs> oh my god <laughs> the period oh god that fucking jacket oh wow literally <laughs> Sam was on the ground full as arms <laughs> he, he rolled up in this jacket I'm like where the fuck did that come from? <laughs> right. Was I just sitting in your closet for a rainy day? Just like, like whenever it happens, whenever. Yeah, no, he knew something was going to happen. He's like, this is my moment. This is my moment. <laughs> I need five minutes. <laughs> got a new, got a new, um, substituted one eyebrow piercing for another. Well, period. He pulled, he <laughs> pulled out the little blue cross and put it in his eyes. <laughs> Imagine. A little gel and hair slicked it back. Yeah. Oh, wow. those are pretty much it. There's so many, but that's that's it. Oh no! Oh my god! Last one. I'm sorry. Last one. Then we can finish this off, guys. Everyone's like, this podcast is for forever. <laughs> <laughs> we're, all, we're wrapping it up. The last one I have is the fucking ex-wife of Don Lewis, the one that Carol Baskin killed. She was so salty, and I'm here for oh, all of it. Her and her daughter. They were so salty. And they clearly were fine. They had money, but they were like, no, fuck her. She stole my man. She stole my money I could have had. I still got money. I still threw this ass back and got what I needed, but fuck her. <laughs> I was like, damn. <laughs> but same, I'd do the same. I mean, dragging her ass under this bus too. I got shit to do with her anymore after like 15, 25 years. I'm going to drag her ass. Put me on the documentary. <laughs> Let's do it. Oh, shit. No, that was so, that was so good. I was like, damn, fuck Carol Baskin. And that's it. She killed She killed my husband. She did it. She definitely did it. Period. They're investigating that again right now, too, by the way. Shook. They reopened it. I was like, yes, get her. Get her. All right. So let's finish this off. What's your number one? All right. Well, I mean, we've basically been talking about, but Carol fucking Baskin is my number one. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Baskin is literally I typed out Carol fucking Baskin. That, that bitch Carol Baskin. Literally, I wasn't gonna continue after episode one, but right at the end of episode one, they're like, they're like, oh yeah, I mean, fuck her for her billions of dollars that she got from her husband that's been missing for twenty fucking years, and then he's the commentator's like, wait. <laughs> you and rest of america was like i'm sorry what <laughs> like wait missing how does someone just go just fucking disappeared you just fucking disappeared what do you mean you just vanished no he just she killed him <laughs> and i was like what <laughs> leans in pulls the hair behind her ear i'm, I'm, I'm sorry say that again <laughs> can, you, can you repeat that one more time just get a little closer to the microphone so we can hear that again one more time. mike <laughs> <laughs> Oh Lord, yes, Carol fucking basket. I, I'm, she killed her husband. That's where I'm at. That's it. it. Period. The bitch killed her husband. I'm convinced that throughout this entire documentary, she told them how she did it because she brought in the sardine oil 
yeah. and did and like they talked about the grinder and whatnot and i was like mm, i don't know if she actually grinded him but she definitely fed like covered in sardine oil and gave it to the damn tigers yep no one brought that up for her she, yep she literally brought every single time like she's like oh they all say i did this and that and it's like mm, no they just said you like you killed them <laughs> we don't know we don't know these facts i'm right. sorry Right. Fill us in. Fill in. Let us tell us. So <laughs> if you killed your husband, how would you do it? S <laughs> A R D I N E. Oh, okay. All right. A grinder. <laughs> can't you can't fit more than a hand in there? Oh. 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 You, oh. Okay. 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 <laughs> Write it down. Write it down. <laughs> oh, but yes. Like the way that they threw it in there was great. What else did I? Oh, the will with Anne McQueen, who was the the fucking um what's what's his name don yeah don, yeah, don, Lewis. Yeah, don Lewis, who was his like executive assistant who had the will and like everything like hidden and ready to go or if he were to pass and they mm-hmm. done barged in there and was like i'm taking this she's like you can't and then the authorities were like actually she can mm-hmm. and fucked it all up and switched it around just to get her fucking money and mm-hmm. then they said that like her brother has nothing to do with her but then, like, the dad was later on, like, in the documentary. I was like, so she doesn't fuck with her family, but she fucks with her family. And right. her brother's in, like, the uh, police department. Like, mm-hmm. Give me a break. She did it. She did it. They covered it up, but she did it. Yep. Period. Carol fucking Baskin. Fuck her. She ain't shit. That bitch, Carol Baskin. Okay. <laughs> Baskin. <laughs> I love it. Oh, God. Okay, my number one. Let's get this done with. My most outrageous moment of this entire movie or movie, documentary series, docu-series, was the mobster in Florida, uh, Mario Tabru, mm-hmm. who deadass killed a motherfucker, like, gang mob style, and then got out of prison and still sells, like, exotic animals. I was like, you have to be, like, first of all, how do you admit to killing someone for, like, and committing murder, and then, like, not an accident, like, purposely manslaughter, all that shit, and gets out and walks free and is still doing some illegal ass shit. Make it make sense. Make it make sense. <laughs> make it make sense. I was like, this, I'm floored. I am, there's a lot in this movie that I don't understand, but this guy was like, you know, I, I didn't kill this guy, but I was there when they did it. Definitely watched it, told him to do it. I didn't put a hand on him, but I was in the room with the blood on my hands, but I didn't do it. And uh, went to prison about six years later. I was fucking out. Do what I want to do anyways. I'm like, you, what? Uh, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> Are you... Are you watching what I'm watching right now? Because this one, I'm sorry. Just, there's so many, I'm sorry, what's going on in my mind when I saw that? Because I was like, this makes no sense. Wild is an under, understatement. But good for him and his wife. Period. That was at the, that was at the very beginning, right? Yeah. This man killed the person. Here he is, just living his best life. Right. Just gets away with it. Got a mansion and some monkeys and a hot wife. Got a monkeys and some hot I shit. <laughs> oh god. Tiger King, man. Yeah, Tiger King. This was a fucking wild. Fucking wild. If you've seen it, I hope you enjoyed everything that we talked about. If you have any other outrageous moments, please let us know. <laughs> please tell us. I'm sure there's all like at least a hundred more. Oh period. There are just so many more but yeah i'm glad you finally watched it it's like it does get kind of boring but like it is pretty good at overall if you're bored during the quarantine definitely tune in and check it out because i enjoyed it um clearly it's funny and there's a lot of shit to laugh about so if you haven't seen it and you listen to this podcast which makes no sense but if you did and you're like well um check it out have a good time and tell us about it yes please 
and do because it was good. Also, um, before we do go, I do want to shout out one more time to Landon Mosley for giving us our intro and outro music that you are hearing. Shout out to Landon, one of the greatest people that I know, the sweetest human being, and we appreciate you. Yay. Thank you. Yes, thanks, y'all. I hope you All right. enjoy. I have to pee, so bye, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> have a good night. <laughs> Cheers. Woo.